TARDIS. It can travel anywhere in time and space. And it's mine. Liz. Look at this. Go on, same. Most people do. on the outside. Hey, what's up? And welcome back to Smaller on the Outside, or as I would like to call it, Soto Sunday. Ha, <laughs> ha, <laughs> Soto Cat. First best and the only Doctor Who podcast that you just can't miss. That's right, we're on the third episode now of uh, Doctor Who. The theme of this episode is ghosts. So, the Halloween special, right? Right in the beginning of October. <laughs> the thing is, I just watched another sh- a show last night that had a Halloween episode at the beginning of October. What the heck is up with this? I don't know. Then again, this is a two-week story, but still. Right. So, anyways, uh, before we go any further, let's talk about some stuff. Um, I am Andy. Yeah, Andy's the... Uh... <laughs> We didn't do that. Oh, yeah, 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 I <laughs> am the Time Lord this evening, and, and with me, as always, is Andy, Andy. who is the companion. Um, anyways, yeah, let's talk about some stuff. Uh, last week was that episode, that two episodes with, um, what's the name, Davros. Um, and remember, at the end of the episode, the Doctor was asking everybody... You know, how is mercy? How can they say mercy? How can it be in their vocabulary? Well, I thought to myself when I was watching, I mean, how many years has this show been on? How many episodes have aired about, with Daleks? Um, and there had to be at least some point in the series where a Dalek has had to say mercy before in the past. Well, turns out there Marcy. was Marcy. <laughs> Marcy. Uh, it turns out there was an episode, season five, uh, the Big Bang, um, where a Dalek runs into River Song, who says, um, "You are a, a friend of the Doctor's. Uh, you will show mercy." And she's like, "I'm River Song. Uh, look at your records again." Takes a second. And then the Dalek says, Mercy, mercy. <laughs> so <laughs> it was pretty much exactly how it happened in the. So last that was episode. Clara, right? That was that was Clara. Yeah. <laughs> or something. I don't remember what uh, um, River Song does to the Dalek in that scene. She, uh, well, it doesn't show it, but I think it's assumed that she like blows it away or something with her gun. Well, there goes Clara. <laughs> Yeah, um, also, we're trying a little bit uh, different approach to the, the podcast a little bit today, obviously, just with recording. Um, I was listening to some of the more recent episodes, uh, obviously, this season. Well, hopefully you were listening to them since you, you know, you edited them. Yeah, I, I, I edited them. Anyways, I, I was <laughs> listening to them, and, you know, it doesn't sound too professional when I sound like I'm on the other line of a phone, which... Ultimately, I was. Um, so what we're trying to do is we're pr- trying to record on our own ends um, so that we both sound good and then we can 
uh, edit it together so that it sounds as good as it can. Um, so that way, nobody sounds like they're on the other line of a phone, um, especially if they're the one talking the most during the podcast. Oh, I see how it goes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The one that doesn't, you know, nobody really, uh, you know, no, notice. Nobody cares about me. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. Uh, anyways, the third episode of Doctor Who uh, is entitled Under the Lake, um, and it takes place precisely under some lake in a uh, kind of like a underground, uh, under the water city called the Drum. It's a it's a mining facility. It's it, called the Drum. The Drum, yeah, um, and it's in Scotland apparently. Um, so they probably see a lot of Nessie out there <laughs> being under ah, that. Ah, 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 ah. Well, it, what, I'm guessing they're under Loch Ness, right? <laughs> it didn't say that, no, did it? No, it says Scotland. It says uh, what city it is, but I forget. Uh, it's in the year 2119. When the episode starts off, there's a group of miners under the sea that have just just now found a spaceship basically they're just checking it out and the critic is like what you're gonna say it's little green men not found on earth or whatever it was come on man there's a spaceship there's a ufo on <laughs> in the facility what else do you think that it is? wasn't there before what else are you gonna say was it the japanese i don't know um yeah. but so they're just kind of checking it out a little bit and they notice some, you know, scribblings on the inside of this UFO, and that's when a ghosty shows up. Uh, well, that's what we assume what it is, is a ghosty. Um, basically, it looks like a old... How many different kinds of ghosts have we had on the show? That's so what far? I was wondering when I was watching. I was like, <laughs> we have to discuss, because we've had plenty of ghosts on the show that were described as not ghosts just like right know. we start out thinking they're ghosts and we end up realizing what they really they're, are yeah basically. they're either ghosts or they're they're aliens uh, it wasn't just last season what was the uh the flat things on the walls were kind of seen as ghosts because those people weren't right missing. there's that and then there, there's, there's obviously the uh the nether sphere stuff Oh, and yeah. then you, and then you have like the sec or the third episode of Doctor Who, the new series of Doctor Who, where they had the, uh, I think it was the, uh, was it the Atraxi, something like that. Don't forget uh, the uh, when Matt Smith years, uh, the uh, Cy Cybermen, when those were just like white beings that walked. Around. That wasn't Matt Smith. That was David Tennant. Oh, that was David. That Tennant. was uh, oh. that was Rose's last episodes, uh, last regular episodes. Oh, for some reason um, I'm picturing Matt Smith with that one. No, it was David Tennant, but I mean, yeah, I don't know. There, there was there. There's been quite a few, and then you get, you can think about like the maybe the uh, the Vashna Narada are sort of sort of like ghosts because they got the m walking around skeletons, you know. Oh, yeah. So there's <laughs> been a lot of the Walking Dead a little bit, <laughs> pretty much, without even being on the AMC. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Our little ghosties, they are, uh, they're kind of evil a little bit. And when they kill somebody, they show up on the same, uh, mining facility as another ghost, basically with, uh, eyes, uh, pretty much cut out. 
And it always and, looks like they're saying something. Yeah, I thought from pretty much right away I knew that we were going to have to try to figure out what they were saying. Yeah, and I knew exactly how they were going to do it, too, since they had a deaf yeah. person on the ship. And deaf people are famous for knowing how to lip-read. And you know what I was, what I've been wondering while watching this episode? I wonder if you turn on subtitles. I wonder if there's less subtitles in this episode. You know what I mean? Less subtitles? Yeah, than normal, because, because of the sign language. I don't know. (laughs) That's possible. Anyways, uh, this episode was written by Toby, uh, Whithouse. Whithouse. Do we know okay. that guy written much? Uh, he, that name that name sounds very familiar. Let's see what else he's written. Um, School Reunion with Sarah Jane, The Vampires of Venice, The God Complex, A Town Called Mercy. Those oh. are the ones he's, he's Mercy? written. Mercy? Mercy? <laughs> well, that's, that's not relevant to this uh, episode, no, but yes. Not at all. <laughs> uh... <laughs> But uh, I thought when this episode started, we're going to get maybe uh, a villain that might be uh, repetitious later in the series, but I think this is going to be just the two-parter, and that's it. Because <laughs> um, I want another good, scary villain that you know shows up a lot. Anyways, the doctor shows up on the facility, and he's you know is following the lead of everybody else. Uh, he finds the ghosties in a hallway, and he basically says that they're not ghosts, that they're instead, you know, aliens. Um, but that may or may not be true, that he later figures. Well, well, we know the one, one of them was an alien, right? Well, at least has alien origins. We don't, because obviously well, the- there's a UFO, but... Well, no, there was one of the guys that the people there didn't recognize... And and then he uh, they the doctor said he was some kind of alien from another planet. Mm. Did you notice when they're walking through the ship those uh, those hallways and everything? They looked quite familiar. They they kind of looked like a redesigned version of the like inside the TARDIS. Uh, those hallways and everything. No, I didn't notice. I think they looked quite similar. Um, probably the same set. Um, but anyways, yeah, they thought they are aliens, but he found that the rest of the living people were hiding in a room where the ghosties couldn't actually get to them because it's a Faraday cage, right? Right. And he mentioned that Faraday cages keep radio waves out. Right. So right, right away, I'm thinking, okay, these, these, uh, ghosts have to be some... Like, they are radio waves, or they're emitting radio waves, or something about them, like that. Well, they are kind of flickering, kind of like that thing, instead of looking too much like ghosts. Right. I mean, they don't act like ghosts, really, since they can physically... They can pick, they can pick up things to hit people with. Right, they're, they're, phys- they're physical, so it's weird. But they can also walk They're physical in some senses, but not in other senses. Like, they can walk through walls... And they can't directly, like, hit you with their hands or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they're touching non-inanimate objects, basically. Yeah. Um, so, so anyways, uh, yeah, the doctor basically thinks that these are just alien creatures, but those specific alien creatures, you know, they're not violent. Right. 
which makes a little different since you know these guys are like killing people and everything, which uh, changes things up a little bit. Basically, okay, so this facility has this setting since they're so deep underwater they don't have nighttime or daytime or anything like that. They have a setting. Uh, on the facility itself to turn on the lights, you know, as it would in real life for daytime. It's the daytime setting. And whenever the daytime setting is turned on, the ghosts disappear because they only come out at night, of course. Yeah, I thought that was really weird. Now, if they were they still, I don't, I don't, signals... I don't think they really ever completely explained that, did they? No, I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, it still is a two-parter, but... No. Right. So that probably be next episode. Maybe. But if they're just, you know, radio waves or signals or whatever, I mean, night and day doesn't do anything like yeah, that. Yeah, that shouldn't make a difference with Unless that. Unless somehow all the ener- electronics that turn on creates interference. Right. And then just like kind may- of dissipates maybe the- them. Yeah, maybe they turn on during day mode. Maybe some kind of magnetic object turns on and interferes with the radio waves. That's that possible. Be. Um, but, let's see. Um, but then again, they are ghosts, too, because once the one person dies, the ghost does show up. Well, I mean, you could say they're ghosts, but then you, in that same sense, then so is, like, a Cyberman, or, or, like, the, the guys in that one episode with Rose. What are you, crazy? You know, people, people, people die, and then these come, and they seem like ghosts. But but the Cy- the Cybermen are just they're, they're just upgrades. <laughs> well, they they kill the person, don't they? Um, oh no, I guess they don't kill the person. Well, in the in the last episodes, they they took dead people and brought them back. Mm. Yeah, it's, but, it was um, different. That one was. Yeah, I mean, it's just that just because somebody dies and then and then they sh- they seem to show up again doesn't necessarily mean that they're ghosts. Mm. Right. It just means that they're acting like ghosts. <laughs> of course. Oh, uh, so the Doctor and Clara, they go back to the TARDIS, and it's acting f- funky. It's all red and crazy because it's trying to get away from the ghosts. Why yeah. is it doing that? I think... There's a very good possible reason for that that may happen later in the episode. Well, maybe, but maybe it's another uh, interference electronic thing. Oh yeah, it could be that. It could um, be interfering with the TARDIS's navigational circuits. Circuits, time, space, continue. Something funky's going on. Um, but it's trying to leave, and the doctor doesn't let it. He, you know, just puts on the handbrake basically keeps them there so they can investigate further and so at this point they still don't know exactly what's going on so they make a plan to trap these ghosts um and now there's three ghosts so they make a plan they're basically making themselves um you know bait and then running around a maze of the corridors of the facility so that they can get these ghosts to follow them and uh, run into the Faraday cage themselves. Mm -hmm. Which eventually they do. There's a little bit of you know, red herrings there and we think that the ghosts are going to kill somebody and 
they don't. Uh, but yeah, well, that that was interesting too. Yeah, um, because that one guy, the ghost, thought better of it and left. Watch, I don't uh, perhaps. know. Perhaps, or may maybe there was some some kind of magnetic thing that that guy was carrying that was interfering with the ghost and wasn't lying to him to kill him. I don't know. <laughs> right. That's a, that's a, that's exactly it. Right. Yeah. Um, and this is probably the point in the episode where we learn, um, yeah, the doctor's not using his sonic screwdriver anymore. It's sonic uh, eyeglasses. That's, that's just it. Sonic sunglasses. Yeah, the sonic shades. I think they said sonic glasses in the episode, but on, like, TARDIS Wiki, it, it, men- it refers to them as sonic sunglasses. Really? Because I, I read somewhere else where it's sonic shades, so I don't know. Uh, Maybe there's no official name yet, but Sonic Sunglasses rolls off the tongue. Sonic Shades rolls off the tongue. That's my favorite. Nah. <laughs> but I still don't really care for the concept all that much anyways. Um, so he, he wears them um, to basically, at this point, just look at the ghosts so that the, bl- uh, not blind chick, deaf chick can see what he sees so she can read the lips of what they're saying and they're all saying the same thing over and over and over again do you know what those were it's like uh oh, darkness shoot, i don't remember darkness, it was weird yeah darkness sword um something temple, temple. yeah um and they're missing kept, a word there yeah i said something but it's not something <laughs> uh i don't know it's like forbidden or something like that not forbidden uh, but they keep saying these four things over and over again and the doctor kind of figures out that it's uh, coordinates it's a, it's a map that they're saying um, that the darkness is like space because they're aliens or or they came from aliens or something or other uh, the sword was apparently I don't know I don't remember Orion's Bell Orion's Bell yeah 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 which I don't know how they came up with that. And then something something temple. There's a there's a old abandoned church in the um, right in the sea that they're in the the lake or something. It's like a, uh, it's it's it's, uh, it's like a flooded town, right? Yeah, it's Atlantis. <laughs> so they find the church in Atlantis, and they they find what they're looking for, which turns out to be a uh, suspended animation um, thingamajig. It's, it's like a c- coffin. It's a, it's a coffin. It, yeah, it looks like a coffin. I'm pretty sure the first guy that they saw is probably the dead version of him is in there or something. Maybe, but I have a... We have they, they didn't open it yet, but that's what I'm thinking. But I have a theory on that one as well, which okay. we'll get into after the discussion of the episode. Uh, but we'll go into that later. Um, so anyways, they have them locked up in this Faraday cage. And they say that this is a good time to actually escape. Um, but the majority of the people there, they they just say they're not going to escape. They're just going to keep on working because they're idiots. Um, <laughs> but it does. It's all hoopla, anyways, because a bunch of water starts coming in, right? Something like that. It starts flooding. 
Yeah. So they they have to escape. Anyways, so that whole scene was pointless. Um, so they're all running through the uh, the uh, corridors of this this facility, and uh, they get split up. The doctor gets split up, and Claire gets split up. They both have teams of their own, and. The doctor, he can't put the TARDIS where she is because the TARDIS won't go anywhere near these ghosts. Get again. Um, so he says, I'm going to go back to the past, back to when the, the UFO first, you know, or first flooded, or what was it? The uh, When everything started, he, he wants yeah. to figure out what happened. And he said, trust me, Claire, do you trust me? I'm the doctor. I don't know what he said. <laughs> uh, but she basically, yeah. I, I, do as you are told. Do do as you're told. Um, I didn't say that. But. And, then, <laughs> and then the doctor runs away with all the people. And then so Clara and her team are just kind of waiting. And she looks outside where, you know, the water is. And she sees another ghost. This isn't. The other three ghosts are still in the Faraday cage, but she sees one more ghost, and she figures it's from the past when... Wait, wait a second. Hold on, who was that ghost? I immediately knew it. As, as soon as we saw another ghost, I knew who it was going to be. Yeah, and we see the ghost. And it's the doctor. Eyes are out. He's just kind of standing there like an idiot. And boom, to be continued. So I think what this means is most likely that... Aside from that guy that drowned, I think most of them are probably not actually dead, um, and that they might be alive in some form. Like I think the guy in the yeah. coffin's probably still alive. I think the the first guy that we see that we see get uh, killed by the ghost is probably not actually dead, and I think and the doctor's not dead either. All right, here's my theory. I think the guy in the coffin is not dead, um, right. but. I also think the guy in the coffin is the doctor. Really? I th That's interesting. He went back to the past, like he said so, and something happens. I don't know what happens, but he goes into that uh, that chamber thing, that suspended animation chamber, and yeah. he's not dead, but he's not super alive either. And he's whatever suspended. this Bermuda Triangle thing that's going on in the water happens and he's uh he's part of it but he's not completely dead either i think he's gonna right. emerge from the chamber and that's how he's gonna ultimately save claire that although you know the chamber is flooded right now okay <laughs> he'll, uh, he'll use his sonic uh, shades to uh do something fix, <laughs> fix it to uh fix it i think it's a cool theory yeah. that would be interesting does, does, definitely does sound like something they would do. So you probably spoiled it for us. Well, it's a possibility. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the chamber is the new TARDIS. How about that? No. Great. No, that's that's worse. Um, yeah. No, that's, that's my basic theory. I don't think he's dead. I do think the others are, though. That I don't think the others aren't dead. I don't think they're all dead. I think some of them, you know, one of, that guy that's drowned obviously is going to be dead. But I don't think anybody else is. Mm. So another interesting thing that happened in this episode was uh, kind of funny, but also interesting was 
when he said something, you know, rude, or, you know, about the guy who died. Yeah, that was and then great. She, the, uh, Clara the needed cards. to give him cue cards of what to say <laughs> in that specific situation. Brings me back to last season, where we kept on saying, as far as Peter Capaldi goes, we do notice yeah. he has a little bit more of a lack of concern for human life. Uh, or communication skills. Right. We were saying before he, he, he la- lacked uh, caring about uh, human uh, yeah. life a little bit more. And than... Clara is there to help him out with that kind of stuff. Right. And that that just brought me back. I, obviously, it was just a, kind of a goofy, funny scene, but uh, I thought that was interesting enough. Yeah, that was pretty good. I think uh, there's some Easter eggs on those other cue cards that, that they kind of skip through real quickly. If you go to the TARDIS wiki, it has some more uh, uh, information on what the other cards said, and they reference some other episodes and stuff. They were referencing uh, episodes? Yeah, they reference some of the stuff in, that happens in other episodes, yeah. I saw, I mean, I saw a few of the quick glimpses of the cards, and it is kind of to me just seem like regular things that the doctor would screw up um, just because he's not always concerned <laughs> about how his he, he'll make reactions um, yeah so other than that you know I noticed that this episode moved by pretty quickly it was a good episode it was a little bit of a typical episode too though Right. Um, Which is okay. The fact <laughs> that they made it a two-parter, I think, definitely helped it out a lot. Um, yeah. Because it could have gone a lot of different ways, but... It would have felt like a rushed ending it if it wasn't a two-parter. It would have felt really rushed. Either that or it would have felt epic. I'm not really sure. But I think as far as this goes, this episode alone is really good. This is why we mm-hmm. like two-parters. This is what we're uh, missing. Hey, two-parters give you more to talk about, too, because you don't have the complete story yet, so you actually have some stuff to talk about. <laughs> right, and that was the, one of the huge parts that was missing in the last few seasons is just... There was no mystery. Yeah. There's just zero mystery, just short stories, and part of uh, Doctor Who wasn't just two-parters in general. It was also the mystery mm-hmm. that, I guess, two-parters also introduced, but also as a whole. Right. Um, it's, Which it's, I think it's a little early to, to see if that's going to be again, but we don't, I think there will be something. We don't know yet if there is a uh, series arc. One thing that kind of popped out was when uh, the Doctor and Clara were in the TARDIS, and the Doctor was kind of uh, saying there's only one room for, like, there's only room for one Doctor in the TARDIS or something. Like, she, like he was warning her that she was becoming too much like him. That seemed interesting to me. I thought maybe but that there's was been a more hint. than one doctor in the TARDIS before. <laughs> but anyway, I thought that felt like it might be a hint towards something. Yeah. To come. Of course. Uh, but that could also be another thing. Uh, the TARDIS doesn't want to go near the ghost, or is it? Right. It doesn't want to go towards that chamber. Or perhaps it was trying to prevent the Doctor from getting killed and becoming a ghost. I don't know. Well, I mean, that's a possibility as well, but it doesn't know the future. Well, it's a time machine, but it 
Yeah, it does. <laughs> as far as that goes, I think it's less likely. I think it's more uh, a technical thing. I think uh, something yeah, that to would do be, with interference. That seems likely. Um, these white noise creatures. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. These ghosties. Or the TARDIS. Yeah, it, just... d- it does seem that whenever the Doctor starts getting convinced that it's something actually, you know, paranormal like that, that it ends up be- having a real explanation to it, you know? Yeah. And then we're all, like, super bummed out. <laughs> Except for, like, what was it? The werewolf ended up being actually a werewolf. <laughs> yeah, the werewolf uh, episode. <laughs> that was it was it. actually a real werewolf. There was, like, nothing sci- sci-fi about it. Well... A werewolf is. Sci-fi. Or no, it was. And never mind it. It was a. It was really a werewolf, but I guess they had like an origin that the werewolf actually came from another planet or something. No. Something like that. Planet Hulk. But it's still, it was still just a werewolf. Um. No. But yeah, the uh, the ghosties. Do we think they're actual ghosts, or is there most likely just some kind of energy, um, alien energy? I don't think they're a ghost at all. I think they're a projection of of, uh, of something. They are holograms. Uh, yeah, sort of holograms, but not exactly, because we know they are physical of some kind. I'm so I don't know the, exactly how it works, but I think they're a projection. Like, like they take the image of the, of the person that they supposedly kill and reproject that as a person of some kind. I think the, uh, the deaf... But they get it wrong with the eyes. I think the deaf girl... Uh, I think she's she got it wrong when she was reading lips. I think what they were really saying was, "Hey, who turned off the lights?" <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice. Because they only operate. That would have been pretty cool though if, if if she translated and it's, "Hey, who turned out the lights?" Yeah, and they only show up when the yeah. lights are off. <laughs> yeah, that would have made perfect sense because the Vashti Dorada they only exist in the shadows, right? Exactly. It's a conspiracy. <laughs> That would have been great if she just said, uh, it looks like they're saying, hey, who turned out the lights? What would that mean? And the doctor goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Fashtanarada! The only reason why those people were in the, uh, the astronaut suits anyways was because they started out in the astronaut suits, right? So. Well, yeah, because the, the uh, Vashtanarada made the suits, like, full of shadows or something. I don't know. It was full something like that. Full of crap. Yeah. Good episode. We're gonna wait till next week. Do we know the next week's title? Uh, I don't, but check to see if it's spoilery Let's before you say anything. see what we got here. Okay. No, it's not spoilery. Okay. Um, because we already knew this. Be- he already said it when the episode ended. It's okay. the next episode is called Before the Flood. So okay, that's exactly where said he were he was going before the flood. So we're probably it's, it's probably going to be a bit of a flashback, I bet. A little bit of flashback, more like he's going to the past. So, well, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, so a little bit of a prologue there, a little bit of a montage. I don't know. Oh, um, is that it for this then? Is that something else? Uh, something else. Uh, some uh, I have an announcement that we forgot to mention that I just remembered. Oh, okay. Announce away. Okay. Um, there is gonna be a new Doctor Who spinoff. Oh, really? Premieres next year. It's called Class. It takes place in uh, the school. This that Clara teaches in. 
Really? I don't know. I don't know if Claire's gonna be in it or if it's just gonna, you know, be maybe that you know those students that we <laughs> met you know last year or hmm. or hopefully not uh, Danny Pink returning. <laughs> um, <laughs> Danny Pink. <laughs> Clara. Uh, or maybe just somebody they might introduce this season. Who knows? You know. What the heck would that be about? It's it's basically going to be probably a lot like the Sarah Jane Adventures. It's supposed to be a kids show. So it's a kids show. It's still sci-fi. Yeah, it's it's in the Di- Doctor Who universe. It's got you know Monster of the Weeks type stuff, and it just takes place in that school. Class. Yeah, it's called Class. Is it a uh, alternate version of education for kids? <laughs> so instead of going what? to school, they can just watch the show? <laughs> I don't think so. That would be boring. <laughs> and yeah, then Claire uh, uh, would be the uh, the main star. Could be. And it'd be doubt it though. Boring as heck. <laughs> yeah, I, I doubt that. Well, I guess I don't. I don't know. I never saw the Sarah Jane. Uh, Chronicles or whatever it's called, adventures. Sarah Jane only made sense because you know she had been gone so long. Then, so that's why it was cool to see you know her have her own show. Right. Yeah. I don't think it would be all that interesting to have somebody who's who's regularly on Doctor Who suddenly become, you know, the star of their own show. Now, if it's somebody who just shows up once in a while, like uh, like that kid in the previous season. Although I don't think they're great material for a character either, but. But I think that's more likely they would the be kind of thing okay would material say. for a character for a kids show. For a kids show, yeah. So is is that confirmed? It is. Maybe a kids they'll show? bring back. Some, maybe they'll bring back some of the Sarah Jane Adventures uh, <laughs> people as well. I don't know. So is it confirmed that it is a kids show? Yeah, it's a kids show. It's called Class. It starts next year. I think we need more uh, non. Kids spinoff first Doctor Who. I mean, that's great and all. Well, they had Torchwood. They had Torchwood. That can still come back, you know, as long as John Barrowman finishes up working on Arrow, they can co- come back and do more Torchwood, I suppose. But I think everybody that was in Torchwood would still love to do another season. From what I from what uh, I hear, you know, I, it's I, just I only that they never. I only saw like three, four, five, something like that episodes for Torchwood. I think you've probably only seen three, honestly. Yeah, there's a lot. That, uh, the first two seasons I really, really like. The third one is very, very good. Very, very short. It's also got Peter Capaldi in it, by the way. <coughs> is he uh, <laughs> Yeah, Peter Capaldi is in the third season of Torchwood as yet another character. So he, he's actually played three characters in the in the um, universe. So he's not the Doctor. And No, he's not the Doctor. And, uh, and uh, Stephen Moffat actually says he has a... A technical explanation for how that can happen, how there can be three Peter Capaldi's in the universe, but he doesn't know whether he's going to actually include that in the show or not, I or if it's you, just something. Yeah, I think you mentioned uh, him saying something like that. But if he yeah. has an explanation, then it would be really cool to hear on the show. Yeah, it would. But I don't know if Is he wants to actually happen? show it or not. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But, I mean, you know, you did have... Peter Capaldi asking, you know, I've seen this face before, or where does it come from? So y- you would think that they would come back to that eventually, at, le- at least show the uh, Pompeii. Pompeii, the song, Pompeii. 
At least show at least show uh, the you know guy from Pompeii again, but who knows? Yeah, I I almost want to say you know how they had at the end of Matt Smith years, the main question, the biggest thing was you know Doctor Who, Doctor Who, Doctor Who. That was like his thing. I don't think they're gonna revisit that at least not anytime super soon. But I feel like the same type of thing would show up for the faces of Peter Capaldi. Oh, you mean like an overall Doctor arc? The Doctor arc is where his yeah. face is seen in different timelines, I guess. Interesting. I could see that. Uh, I think the final season that Peter Capaldi will be in, they will uh, talk about it. Um, and I think there's even actually there's there's an episode where the Doctor's companion, who was another Time Lord at the time. She regenerates and specifically picks the person that she wants to regenerate into, and it's one of the people from the previous episode. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I mean, they've definitely shown that that can happen. That maybe it can happen unconsciously, though, mm. or subconsciously, you know. Yeah, I was saying, the last season he's in, I'm thinking they're going to talk more about that, and I, I think they're probably going to have Peter Capaldi actually play more side characters just to extend that theory that would be cool like have like 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 just add more of them in there just that yeah just more this more of them just and just have an, have an episode where it's just peter capaldi and like 12 other peter capaldi's <laughs> I, know, I, I, I want the season uh to have him as an extra in the background which you don't notice and you mean then, like the uh like the observers in fringe right and then slowly he gets to be a little bit, you know, more noticeable, and then it has right. like a then it has a real flashback, and it goes back and it shows the scenes of the show, and it shows him in the background. <laughs> and you're like, oh, that would be pretty cool. <laughs> it's Sixth Sense over here, you know. Yeah, um, that would be cool. I think uh, I, I I could probably write that. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, watch out, Stephen Moffat. Fan fiction. Yeah. Watch out, Steve Muffet. No, he runs into the actor, Peter Capaldi. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's uh, that's not going to happen. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's about it for this episode. Um, just want to let you guys know, uh, you can catch us on... Uh, Podomatic. Um, our username there is Soto Podcast. You can always search our full name, smaller on the outside, on pretty much anything, and you'll find us on pretty much anything, including Stitcher, iTunes Podcasts, um, other podcast player, third-party podcast players that you can get on your phone. Um, our website website is. Uh, DaveExaminesTV.wordpress.com, um, and this is the Soto Sunday feature. Um, you can give a shout out, you know, comment on our stuff, subscribe to our stuff, um, share it with your friends and your family, even though they probably don't want to listen to it. Anything else to add, Andy? Uh, that's it. That's it. Okay. Well, we'll catch you next week with uh, Before the Flood. Um, this has been Smaller on the Outside. My name is Dave. I was the Time Lord this evening. And I'm Andy. Who is the companion? We'll check.
you guys out next week, I guess. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs> Peace out. Peace out. All right.